Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hold on to it. Moved off to the flank for all. Oh, far side. Back for Tara Vinen. They score! Drop it off for Ajo over the line of the zone. Terrified it Ajo. He scores! That's hockey, baby, again! Golf back of the goal, moves it to the near boards. Terrified it. They score! It's Seamus! Sebastian Ajo cruising through the slot. And guess who? Turbo put it right on the tape. Carolina with a 4-2 lead. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner Podcast, Adam Gold. I sure do wish I knew Finnish. Adam Gold here on the Morning After Podcast, part of the Canes Corner Podcast series. And really, this was about the dynamic duo of Tevo Teravainen and Sebastian Ajo, I'm going to try out some finish. Uh, Tevo Teravainen on Loistava Ohikulkija. I have no idea if I said that right. What I tried to say was Tevo Teravainen is a great passer. I was going to use the word savant, but apparently savant in Finnish is savanti. So how exciting is that? Anyway, 6-2 final over the Minnesota Wild, and the Hurricanes have won two in a row, and they're heading out onto a road trip now. Five cities. We'll get to that in a little bit. If you're thinking that, well, it's just the wild. Minnesota hasn't lost a game in regulation in 11. They were 8-0-3 in their last 11 games coming into tonight. They had won five in a row. They won in Florida and Tampa before coming to Raleigh, where they were thoroughly outplayed by the Hurricanes. Seriously, Carolina was great tonight. Uh, they outshot Minnesota 40 to 24. They out Corsied. They out Fenwicked. Uh, they were really all over uh, the Wilds Fenwick. They are now 18, 11, and 1 on the season. So we'll start with uh, the second star of the game, who was really the best player in the game. Look, you can't not give Sebastian Ajo the first star when he's got a hat trick and five points. He's going to get the first star. And Ajo was outstanding tonight. Really was, I thought, a very good player. But Tevo Teravainen was the best player on the ice for both teams. Uh, and really, I don't know that it was close. Uh, when you'll hear, when we talk to Ajo a little bit later on, you'll hear what Sebastian had to say about Teravainen, who was tremendous. Here's something we didn't realize. Teravainen had gone five games without a point before heading, uh, getting three assists tonight. He had the hat trick of assists. Uh, you heard those at the outset. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, five on three power play. Uh, incredible pass just to the left of the goal to Andrei Svechnikov. 
for an easy put away for Svetch's 13th. It was 2-1. Then the give and go with Aho, where Sebastian brings it into the zone, drops it for Turbo, and then glides over to the other side, to the right side of the net, opens him, opens himself up, and Teravonen puts it right in his wheelhouse, and Sebastian got all of it, an absolute ripper past uh, Stalock. Uh, and then the, uh, the, the goal that made it 4-2, which came at a great time, I thought, for Carolina, uh, also on the power play, Ajo in front, and Teravonen from basically all the way at the wall, just about along the red line, well, along the goal line, uh, right out in front, and uh, Ajo just kind of deflected it up and over Stalock for the 4-2 lead. Uh, it was it was a tremendous, tremendous performance by the two of them. Nino Niederreiter also played very well on that line. I thought Nino was dangerous and had chances to score. It's going to come for Nino. He's playing better, and that's encouraging. Uh, he hasn't had too many bad games of late. It's hard to have a bad game when Ajo and Teravainen are playing well with you, uh, and they were absolutely dynamic. I'm going to tell you more about uh, them in a second, or at least more about Aho in a second. You'll hear about uh, from what Rod Brindamore had to say after the game. Um, but the truth is, is that Teravainen was the best player, and Teravainen made a lot of things easier for Sebastian Aho. Uh, so why don't we just let Sebastian Aho tell you just how uh, easy Turbo made it for him uh, when I asked him uh, basically. What about uh, what about the first two goals? What I saw, I saw great, two great passes for for my goals, and uh, obviously one for the Switzer's goal. They were, you know, really high in plays. Uh, something not every, everyone can do in this league. Uh, it's uh, with Turbo, he, uh, he's really a smart player, and uh, you know. I, I need to thank uh, <laughs> thank him for those couple couple passes, nice ones. He said he's not going to shoot anymore. No, no. He said no, no, no more shooting after the two on one. That means I get more shots, so I'm not, <laughs> probably not going to complain then. Uh, so, no, I'm just kidding. He's he's a, he actually has a good good sh- shot. Yeah, he does. What what thank, is it about your chemistry? It's pretty special, I, I would say. I mean, uh, it's been pretty long. Uh, it's been all my NHL career. He's been with, with me here. Uh, we've pretty much played all the time together. I mean, there's there's been a few games. We, obviously, we're not. But, uh, yeah, great great player and uh, so much fun to play with. And, uh, yeah, I, I still know we can be better mm-hmm. in the future. And uh, that I think we both kind of... You know, we uh, we're driving each other to to be better, and uh, yeah, it's it's great player and uh, great guy. Yeah, they uh, they clearly have a lot of chemistry, and it's showing through. Uh, and I do think that there are many ways where Teravainen is really good for Aho uh, in ways that don't necessarily translate uh, to the score sheet. Uh, for instance, I do think that Teravainen has been an incredible example defensively. I think of the two uh, two players, I think Turbo's the better penalty killer of the two. Um, Aho, obviously, the more dynamic skater. Uh, Teravine, and, and I'm not even saying that he's more cerebral than Aho, but 
there there are there are subtleties in Teravainen's game that I don't think Sebastian has. Are there some nights where it just seems like the the, the game opens up for you more than others? Because there were a bunch of really good passes tonight. Yeah, uh, there's some nights uh, for sure. Uh, today, feel like there was a lot of chances. Uh, feel like. We even missed, missed a lot of chances, like could have, could have got a lot more, but uh, just got to keep grinding every night. Uh, every night it's not going to be like the same. Some nights you have to just chip it out, chip it in, and hopefully you get some dirty goals, but some nights you get some nice ones too. And then the one time you did shoot instead of passing on the two-on-one, it goes around the boards and ends up in your net. It's like, yeah, I never shoot win. again, so <laughs> last time I should. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, there are times where people believe that Tevo Teravainen is never going to shoot again. He is definitely a pass-first player, and uh, he was spectacular tonight. Now has 22 assists on the season. He leads the team in that category. He led the team with 55 of those last year. Uh, that was uh, our friend Luke DeCock from the News and Observer. It, it is true. Uh, the one opportunity that Tevo took to shoot and not that he didn't have other shots, uh, but the opportunity that Teravon that shot on a two-on-one uh, looked like Stalock got it with a shoulder, uh, just got a, just enough of it, uh, and it went over the bar, and then for it's the way it goes. Uh, the, uh, the Wild took it down the other end and eventually scored on a two-on-one. We'll talk about that play in a minute uh, because it, it coincides with our... Uh, the only concern I had about tonight's game. Uh, all right, we're going to take a uh, just a very, very quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll give you some numbers. And uh, then we'll hear from the head coach. 30 games into the season, Andrei Svechnikov, who scored the, uh, the five-on-three power play goal, 13 goals, 19 assists, 32 points. He leads the team in scoring. Uh, as I mentioned before, Tavo Teravainen, seven goals, 22 assists. He's second on the team with 29 points. Dougie Hamilton uh, is in a little bit of a funk, right, in terms of goal scoring, still getting his points. Uh, seven goal, seven games now without a goal, uh, but 28 points. And Ajo, with a five-point night, now has, do I have it correctly, 27 points in uh in 30 games, 16 goals, 11 assists, something like that. Or maybe it's more than that. Uh, but look, remember when Ajo was struggling? Uh, anyway, we, uh, we we talked to Rod Brindamore after the game, uh, basically well, a bunch, about a bunch of things, but I want to bring you uh, basically what he said about those two guys. They're engaged like that, playing well away from the puck, when, when, when Seabass is especially. I think they're a real special group because they create more chances. Is it is it um, something maybe we don't understand that a guy like me setting up the first three goals, Tavo, having his eyes up all the time while he while he moves his feet and and, and no. still watches guys. You know the elite players, they just they know where everyone is on the ice, and he's one of those. That's, he's a playmaker. The, you know the best players, they don't need to look around. They they know where everybody is, and he's you know he's had that ability. So it's it's uh, you know it was special tonight for sure. Tavo had gone five games without a point, which is rare for him. I mean he's usually finds a way on the score sheet one way or the other. Did you see anything in his game or anything that he, he changed tonight, or was this just... No, I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. He, he, his game is so is generally just good all the time, and so whether he's scoring or not, he's usually 
getting chances or creating chances. And I know the other night he had two or three great A's. And that's what I remember. Um, but to me, you know, we've talked enough about it. But over the last couple of years, it's the improvement on the, in his, his overall game. Like the defensive side of things is, to me, where he's really stepped it up. He really has. Uh, Taravana, and you heard Rod reference it. Uh, Ajo played the game the right way tonight. He was on the defensive side of the puck. And um, Rod insists that when Ajo plays that way, that that's when you see the best of Sebastian Ajo. Uh, when you when he's not trying to score, he'll score. Uh, and at some point, as the season wears on, that will become more and more the norm as opposed to... And it, it, it's even unfair to say it's the exception, uh, but it hasn't been there that way every night for Ajo. As for Teravainen, I think it's the most impressive part about what he's done this year is that he really has been one of their best defensive forwards. Um, I know he's not going to win a Selkie Award, but he's, you know, after you get past Jordan Stahl, he's probably their best defensive forward. That's how good Tavo Teravainen has been uh, all year long. Uh, so we gave you scoring numbers. Uh, two, power, uh, two power play goals for Carolina. One shorthanded empty netter. That was the Ajo goal. Four for four of the penalty kill against the wild team that had come in tied for ninth with Carolina, by the way, in the NHL on the power play. They, they were going on at about 20% clip. Uh, Carolina stopped all four. Uh, and they have now stopped or killed off 42 of the last 45 power plays that they've faced. That is incredible, and especially when you consider the power plays they have faced lately. Remember, they faced Boston. They also faced Tampa. Uh, they have been really good. I think they gave up a power play goal to Tampa, but it was like uh, they killed five out of six. Uh, so uh, 42 out of 45. Very good. Quickly, back to Ajo Teravine, and they were, they were playing with Nino Niederreiter tonight. Um, I went back and looked. They they drew the, the top assignment. Remember we talked about uh, what Rod Brindamore wanted for Sebastian Ajo during the year, uh, or after last year was, he wanted to be able to play him against the other team's best. Well, the line of Eric Stahl with uh, Jason Zucker and Matt Zuccarello, that's Minnesota's best. Ajo Teravainen and Niederreiter had them all night long. All night long. And uh, they played, they were the do- the absolute dominant trio on the ice tonight. All right, now back to my only concern. Peter Morozik, uh, Two questionable goals. I thought he played relatively well other than that. But the two goals were questionable. And at some some point, and actually it's already happened, but at some point, you those bad goals cost you games. So the first goal, uh, which was the uh, Ryan Donato goal, um, it just looked like he could have frozen the puck. And he didn't. I don't, maybe he tried to push it in, into the corner and didn't get enough of it, but he basically just put it back out into play, and Donato flipped it over him for an easy for an easy one nothing lead. So that's one you got to freeze. You should you have to freeze the puck, and I don't know why uh, Morazic didn't, unless it caught him by surprise. I don't know. And then on the second goal, which happened right before Aho made it, excuse me, made it four two on the power play. Uh, two on one, Zuccarello and Stahl. 
And Trevor Van Riemsdyk played the pass beautifully. And, but Mrazek still anticipated the pass, and Zuccarello ended up shooting it. Uh, and it went uh, just... It, I just thought it was not the best goal to allow. Uh, and Carolina had been buzzing and been putting a lot of pressure on. It was 3-1 already. They were, they were very close to making it 4-1. And then on the uh, in, ensuing rush, it's 3-2. And I just didn't think that uh, Mrazek looked great tonight. And uh, they are going to need him to be great and to not allow those bad goals. Uh, even if the second goal wasn't, and I'm, I think it was definitely questionable, the first goal should not have happened. So they have to clean that up, and Mrazek has to be a little bit better, uh, but I'm not going to get too bent out of shape because uh, the Hurricanes did win it 6-2, to two, but it's something to keep in mind that these bad goals ultimately cost you games. Uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk stepped in tonight. I thought he played pretty well. Hayden Fleury uh, went upstairs. Uh, it might not be a very long trip upstairs for Hayden Fleury because... Uh, the Hurricanes sent Gibbons and Clark Bishop. Brian Gibbons and Clark Bishop were both reassigned to Charlotte. So right now the Hurricanes have uh, the anticipation is that Martin Natchez will play when they get to Edmonton on Tuesday. Uh, but they, right now they only have they have 11D and uh, rather 11 forwards and seven defensemen. So that could be the alignment heading off onto this uh, this road trip. I don't think Eric Hall is any. Uh, anywhere near playing again. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, it could be just procedural to save money for a day or two, uh, but it does look like uh, if Gibbons and Bishop go down, they'll play 11-7 and seven, uh, overall. Uh, real quick, uh, Joel Edmondson scored his third goal of the season, so maybe we'll have another uh, point streak for, uh, for Easy Eddie. Uh, Svechnikov got his 13th, and uh, Lucas Walmark, a beautiful goal. Uh, and I thought Lucas played really well tonight. Ryan Dezingle with a dynamite pass from the corner uh, right to right in front to uh, Walmart, who was kind of sneaking down the slot. Uh, just a tremendous pass and a great finish by Walmart. That was the the goal that tied it at one uh, nine minutes into the period. Very, uh, very good play. Nifty pass by Ryan Dezingle, who's looking for good things to happen, and we're rooting for him because he's a good dude. All right, so here's the road trip. Tuesday, they're in Edmonton. Thursday in Vancouver. Saturday afternoon in Calgary, uh, then it's Tuesday in Winnipeg, and Thursday in Colorado before returning home, the only game uh, on home ice until after Christmas uh, will be a Saturday, two weeks from, I guess, yesterday by the time you're listening to this, two weeks from yesterday against the Florida Panthers. Uh, so there you go. The Hurricanes win it uh, by the score of 6-2. to two. And uh, they are now 18, 11, and 1 on the season. Uh, but they don't gain ground on anybody uh, because everybody won in the Metropolitan Division. I uh, hope you enjoyed this edition of the Morning After Podcast, part of the Canes Corner Podcast Series. I'm Adam Gold. Have a great Sunday. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sportsfan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.